This podcast features three supposed adults who definitely use adult language. They're also supposedly writers who are definitely not procrastinating by making this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. to No Bad Ideas, the storytelling game show where we take the worst ideas from the internet and try to turn them into stories that are actually good. My name is Gabriel Urbina, and I am your first Bad Ideas host. My name is Sarah Shackett. I'm your second Bad Ideas host. And my name is Zach Valenti, your third Bad Ideas host. Zach, you are joining us from your new studio. I am. I'm delighted to be uh, not recording this podcast out of a uh, an SUV somewhere out of along a roving the northeast. reporters unit RIP the Subaru studio oh the Subaru studio lives uh, I just don't live in it full time Good. <laughs> which is nice perhaps a turn a turn for the better a yes, turn for the yes, better yes indeed well this is the show for the uninitiated where we the three of us take the worst ideas we can find from news sources, blog posts, social networks, hovels, holes in the <laughs> ground that go straight through into a netherverse, and we mm. try to uh, pitch them to each other and then turn them like uh, some sort of alchemical process into stories that are worth consuming, uh, be they movies, comics, video games, you name it. We've done it and we will do it again today. That's right. That's right. High quality guaranteed. Right, Sarah? No. Asterisk. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> we try, though. We do try. We do try our best. And today we are going to try our best with the first idea that I have for us. Come with me, my friends, into the darkness mm. of Am I the Asshole on Reddit. Ah. Uh, my old friend. With a, uh, a relevant, a relevant story to my lifestyle, uh, having recently moved in uh, with my girlfriend um, in the greater Boston area uh, with a cat. Oh, boy. Am I the asshole if I don't want my girlfriend to bring her cat when she moves in? Spoilers of my opinion, yes. Yes, bro. I want to hear what the reasoning <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, let's hear and, this rationale. <laughs> and like, I'm waiting for there to be deathly allergies involved or something on that level. But I think that my hopes may be too high. This one goes out to you, Merlin. It's safe to say that I'm a dog person. I've always loved dogs and always <laughs> had dogs. And my <laughs> dog that I have now this. is my best bud. Best bud? Okay. I love how social they are, how much they show love back to their humans, and that they are smart and trainable. <laughs> Fair. Mm -hmm. I definitely do not like cats. This, oh this is where oh he takes a turn for the wrong. It's uh, already it's already going in a bad direction. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people love them. And that's fine. But I personally do not even slightly see the appeal of taking care of an animal that does not give two shits if you live or die, that takes an <laughs> insane amount of training and effort to learn even basic commands which they will only ever do if they feel like it. Yeah, my dude, I think that you're <laughs> approaching cats the wrong way fundamentally, but okay. I can't count how many times I've been scratched or bitten by a cat 
for no other reason than I dared to go near it. So, yeah. No other reason. Not a fan. Hmm. Okay. Okay. My girlfriend and I have been dating for coming up on one year, and she is a one in a million girl. Congratulations. When we're apart, I often find myself just wanting to spend time together. She is wickedly funny and always making me laugh out loud and an amazing artist. And I feel like this should be a but, but he writes, and she has a cat. It is not a particularly bad cat or anything as far as cats go. I mean, it sounds like this cat does not think that there's a good cat, though. And this may be the worst idea in the entire thing. Very average. Full stop. (laughs) No. Every cat is a perfect snowflake. Uh, But I am uh, so the opposite of a cat person that even average is bad. Have you ever hated someone so much that every little thing annoys you? That's what cats are like to me. And this Uh cat is just everywhere when I'm hanging out at my girlfriend's apartment, jumping up and down from shelves, stepping on my crotch, kneading my leg with its paws, and most importantly, (laughs) claws, yowling outside the bathroom door whenever I spend the night. My girlfriend, of course, loves him and doesn't see any flaws. Of course not. All of this wouldn't be a problem, but as I said, we're approaching one year, and I have been thinking about our future together. I can see myself marrying this girl, and I want her to move in with me, but I do not want to have a cat. Well, how old is this cat? I Maybe don't, yeah, right. You, you can just wait him out. out yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if my dog will get along with it, and oh, I boy. know I won't get along with it. I've tried to talk to my girlfriend about the issue, and she just turns stone fucking cold for some sample dialogue. Quote, hey, maybe Kat can live with your parents when we move in together. They are in the same city as us. Quote, no, we're a package deal. I tried very calmly and rationally explaining to her the issue, and she outright said that I need to figure out what's more important to me, because either they both move in with me, or we break up and stop wasting each other's time. I mean, points for directness to the girlfriend. Jesus. The cat was here before you, bro. That's right. That's right. And uh, I have a strong suspicion that uh, the cat's still there. (laughs) And he is not. uh, Because this is the actual bad idea. Just full ultimatum and holding the relationship hostage because it takes projecting what you are doing onto your other yeah, <laughs> onto your yeah. Partner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to be the asshole that we uh, we get to call out. Uh, I feel like I am stuck between a rock and a hard place here. If she's playing hardball, wouldn't. Would it be an asshole move for me to play hardball right back and say that she can't move in until she rehomes the cat? (laughs) And with that, it is a bad idea. That's a bad idea. I put 10 minutes on the clock. I mean, so this to me seems like a man who Mm -hmm. 
I don't know, maybe has met someone else, maybe has realized he doesn't want to be in a relationship, but he doesn't want the guilt complex of breaking up with someone. Like, he doesn't want to be the person that ends this relationship. Right. Because all his friends love his girlfriend and his parents love his girlfriend. And just like, you know, everyone in his life is so thrilled that they're together. So, he, you know, he would be ostracized if he broke up with this person. So instead... He He's going to pick a little issue and then supersize it until she breaks up with him. Okay, okay. So, I mean, I guess my initial pitch is an anti-rom-com about that, about a man that is trying to engineer his partner breaking up with them because they can't bring themselves to break up with them for reasons for reasons of cowardice yeah and you know in order to carry the movie it may need to be a slightly more pronounced reason because presumably things will escalate to the point that cowardice may not be viable as a yeah that's my worry with that one sole motivator yeah yeah um i like it though uh especially if there is a star-crossed lovers aspect between the cat and this person's dog i think that would be fun oh i think that that's one of the big comedic set pieces of kind of you know i'm gonna get the two pets together and they're gonna hate each other and then it's gonna be like well what can you do and then they get the pets together and the dog and the cat get together like a house on fire they become instantly best friends (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just I love the idea. It's funny to me, someone who doesn't like cats, but that all cats would like, like, I want to make this cat less adversarial Um, because I get it. I, too, am a dog person. Yeah, Um, you know, and I assume that, you know, this guy is coming in. He's bringing in some like very weird. I am afraid of you, cat energy into the room. The cat is probably sensing that and being like, yeah, yeah. Okay, weirdo. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So you're saying have it be a situation where the man is even more irrational than our dear friend who is definitely the asshole. Because from what I gathered, the cat actually is very much trying to get him to like itself or. Yeah, I mean, or or I just I kind of want to make this like even more silly and arbitrary. Like there's a there's an inheritance issue where he can't be married before this will is is read. And so like he really wants to marry this person, but like needs to on paper break up with them to like get a pot of money. And so like decides that uh, he's going to break up with them because of the cat and that. Right, right. uh, Grandma's Catholic (laughs) and she's a Protestant. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me see if I'm following, if I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. So this man, he's in a relationship with a girl. The girl has yeah. a cat. Yeah. He's pretty happy with the relationship. But one day, oh no, your great uncle Vildemar has passed away in a tragic butler accident. He and was the he, butler. Yes. yes. Yeah. And his will, his very specific will mm-hmm. stipulates that you will inherit his accumulated tips from a lifetime of being a great butler. Which, serious tips. I know. Yeah, especially if none of it was ever spent. And well invested at that. Like, that's that's a good inheritance. If on... The summer solstice of the year after with this is red. Mm-hmm. He is single, but he can't tell anyone about the but, contents yeah, but he's of this sworn letter. To secrecy. Because otherwise it'll be voided and right. the tips will go to his evil cousin Greta or whatever. 
And I guess, like, let's just, like, step it one step forward with Uncle Vildemar's will. Um, it will also spec- it will also stipulate that he can't break up with anyone. I think I think that's the key is not necessarily that he's single, but like that he he can't break up, up with anyone. Uncle Vildemar, notoriously a bachelor after someone broke his heart. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, that yeah. noble butler bachelor life. Yeah. I mean, you do know that. Yeah. Usually. But anyway, anyway, Alfred deserves yeah. love. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm still not sad about the way remains of the day went. Whatever. <laughs> Continue anyway. with your point, Sarah. <laughs> anyway, so he if he's in a relationship, he has to stay in a relationship. If or if he's single, he has to stay like he can't break up with anyone is the thing. <laughs> um, and so, like, maybe this relationship isn't necessarily going like he isn't going as well as the original poster like it's mm-hmm. fine but maybe he doesn't see himself marrying I this see. person got it got it okay yeah. cool 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 but cool. he can't That's the break up that with I them. Needed. Yeah. yeah 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 so it is either and there's like clauses about if you break up with this person you will owe this estate like you know oh, however yeah. much money like you know it's not like you need to just make it to a certain date you're like it's effectively a soft marriage like it is effectively yes you are either staying with this person forever or they need to break up with you yeah like you yeah. can't be the person who initiates i that. see i see got yeah. it in which so in, in which keeps like the anti-rom-com of it all and opens up the possibility that like hey maybe by the end of it and all of the like zany shenanigans in uh uncle vildemar's native land of fredonia where they go whatever <laughs> like they will fall the in love only with each place other where these yeah. kinds of shenanigans would be tolerated by the legal system absolutely <laughs> yes very eccentric <laughs> legal doctrine fredonia has yes of course <laughs> famously open to eccentricity mm-hmm. uh in mm-hmm. its judicial branch absolutely so with about two and a half minutes on the clock, <laughs> uh-huh. do, do, do we what get the money? What could possibly not be clear, Zach, about the entirety of the point. movie based on this delightful eight-minute discussion on the basic premise that allows us to even begin <laughs> the movie? I think that we've solved this entirely. The rest of it writes itself. <laughs> I hope, because I'm not going to write it. <laughs> no, I think that there are some like no bad ideas things where like afterwards, like last week when we were talking about those two pilots from Air oh, France yeah. having a fight when that was over, I was like, let's go write this right now. Yeah, yeah. This one, I'm just like, oh my no. god, let's not write this one. Let's. Someone let's... else can do it if you're listening, yeah, and this if you're listening, this calls to you. Go for it. Have at it, please. Let us know how Fredonia is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but no, but like, okay, there's some, you know, it's like real how to lose a guy in 10 days sort of shenanigans. Yes. You know, he starts to kind of everything that she doesn't like. He's all of a sudden doing it. He's wearing that like, you know, shirt with a big stain that has sentimental value, but she made him get rid of like, you know, he's bringing it out. He's not doing the dishes. He's leaving the toilet seat up. He is. Oh, my God. Was today that like, you know, day. That we had that yeah. concert that we had a couple's costume too. And so you had to go alone because I didn't show up and everyone was confused and it was very humiliating. I thought that was tomorrow. Silly me. I was playing poker with the boys. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it all backfires. In, it all backfires. In interesting um and intricate ways. Yes. That uh whoever is writing this will figure out. Oh yeah. They'll have a 
grand old time figuring it out. Yeah. In the minute that's uh, yeah. left, uh, what what is it called? And who are the stars? Oh, that's a great question. Um, uh, what is it called? It's called like, you know, like legally binding or something. I don't know. Or, something um, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, just like. Like together forever or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Love at any cost or something like that. Something like um, that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. At any uh, price. Um, yeah. As for who stars in this. Committed. That's what it's called. Ah, that's really good, Sarah. That's really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's 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 doing this? Yeah, like I'm trying to think about like who's someone that has the right balance of scumbag to I mean, he does not have the right balance of scumbag, but get like Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson back Just after marriage story. Please. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? time. What? Can I sneak this in? Please. I think uh this would be a fun couple thing to do uh for tom holland and zendaya Zendaya. that's what i think damn (laughs) that would be fun that actually makes it something worth thinking about for the first time i'm excited about this property and to be clear this is a very good fun bad idea that you found zach it's just like a concept that i don't think that any of us wants to be like yeah let's spend like nine months writing that script let's like live in that headspace in that world yeah, no, you guys, you we guys like killed cats, it. guys. That's why. That's right. That's right. We have the correct opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I also like dogs. Dogs are also great. Oh, and, and the cat is outside my studio door meowing to get in. So uh, we're going to have to go on this quick break, but we'll be right back. Hello there, Zach Valenti jumping into this episode with this brief reminder that we have an active Patreon page to support the production of No Bad Ideas and all the other crazy worlds we're building behind the scenes. To check that out, scope the sweet rewards we offer for monthly subscriptions as well as how to sign up yourself. Head on over to nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. Once more, that's nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. If you already support the show, we so appreciate that. And regardless, thank you for listening. All right, let's get back to more No Bad Ideas. Okie dokie. Um, we have seen to all of the cats and all of the dogs. They are all very good. They're doing well, uh, which means that we have time for another bad idea. Let's do this. Woo. Okay, so I have something uh, that was brought to my attention by friend of the show, Eli Barraza, and is, I think, a first in No Bad Ideas lore of, of, of an Instagram post I have. Ooh, I like that. That's yeah. exciting. Um, so... Definitely click the link in the episode description because there is an image to look at and it is something. Um, <laughs> so it is the this bad idea is, is the is the image of like a young girl in like a jean skirt and like white top. And it says uh, in pink font 
on top of this image, superimposed, mm-hmm. Catholic confession readings. Oh, <laughs> yes. Presumably by a priest in private before he destroys the handwritten notes he momentarily took because <laughs> that's supposed to be between you and God? Um, well... So the the description of the post reads, hi, smiley face. Beautiful. Already I love this. Okay. Wow. I am now doing Catholic confession readings for any coquette angelic girls who want to get into, this is what it says, coquette angelic girls. Coquette angelic girls. Okay. Who want to get into Roman or Eastern Orthodox Catholicism. Kiss emoji. (laughs) Wow. Can we gloss coquette? <laughs> it's, uh, coquette is like flirty, but it's like very, like, I don't know. Like the, yeah. Like sort of, it's like a, the way that a like boarding school shy girl in the 1920s is kind of flirty in very subtle ways. Yes. Like that's Subtly Flirting is, is coquettish. Uh, I see yeah. uh, the dictionary uh, use in a sentence. Her transformation from an ice maiden warrior into a winsome coquette. Already, Defined as yeah, a woman who I kind of hate everything about this. Yeah. Um, wow. yeah. Well, it's, there's but, more. But it's also like, I don't know that it, reads as anachronistic but it definitely reads as like mannered in a very specific way like if you're not if you're saying coquettish instead of flirty you are going for a vibe as the kids say it's true uh probably you attend oxbridge anyway this person who is now giving roman or ethan orthodox catholicism reading confessions kiss emoji uh, kiss emoji for reference (laughs) I have been baptized and confirmed in a Roman Catholic church. How good for you. Attend Catholic private school. Oh, great. Study the Catholic Bible. Oh, that's nice. I would love to help any fellow coquette, clean girl, aesthetic girlies (laughs) to absolve you of your sins. I am having an attack. I am having an attack over here. What is happening? This is fucking horrific. A non-native English speaker is my guess. Um, <laughs> or like, Jesus. okay, well, that's a possibility in my head because that is okay. Continue because, but oh my the, god, I've I've yet to reach the best part because god. in parentheses after this wonderful, generous offer to help clean girls uh, absolve clean you of your sins, girls, wow. yes. For the cheap price of five dollars. <laughs> if interested, please message me here. Wow. Can, can, can I just <laughs> clarify? Yeah. What is the service that is being offered in plain English? The absolution of sins. <laughs> Why, okay, so why it's use not, the Catholic Church as a middleman? You can just, just like DM somebody. From the source. Yeah. From... <laughs> um, yeah. So like, so it isn't like come and we'll workshop your sin confession before you go to the priest. Oh no! It's come talk to me. Give I me five dollars. I, I got, got you, you girly. The service fee, <laughs> and then very reasonable. <laughs> I mean, what else can you get for five bucks in this economy? I truly, I am feeling my ears to make sure that like the gooey, chunky remains of my brain are not oozing out of them. 
<laughs> they is... don't seem to be, which is frankly shocking to me. Yeah. So there's another image description in this in in this <laughs> post that that clarifies that this this person is offering virtual Catholic confession. <laughs> so you can do wow. it over Zoom. You know, you can just FaceTime this. But you need to be a you need to be the right aesthetic. Like you need to be right. a girl that fits the criteria. I yes. mean, you can't make everybody happy. You can't okay. fix everybody. Well, so I have, I have some more references for you because it gets more specific. So this person oh, who's doing this there was, was taught like, by my uncle, who is a certified priest. So oh, good. Did come from the source, was baptized, took Eucharist and confirmed in a Roman Catholic church. Usually so I hear fides are in order. The Catholic church. You usually don't go with an A anyway. Yeah, that's it's a sign. <laughs> that I think I think you're correct, Sarah, and this is probably not a person who's their first language. I think that that is much more common in the Romance languages. Yeah. Yeah. And I perform all penances at a holy table, gospel book in hand, with blessing cross, all whilst kneeling. So you know it's legit. Gospel book in hand. Yeah, again, it's these like very particular turns of phrase where I know exactly what she means mm -hmm. or they mean. I don't know who's writing this for. Yeah. But yeah, it's all very odd. And then my favorite part of this is a uh, heart emoji to absolve one of their sins will cleanse their spirit and guardian angels so that this person can heal someone's guardians angels as well. You know, um, mine needs some real help right now. That's true. Mine, mine, mine's hurt. As well as increasing chances of getting into heaven. Bow emoji, deer emoji, white heart emoji, kiss emoji, like ear listening emoji. Incredible. No, no. Beautiful. Wow. Mwah. This is what Lovely. I have for you. Chef's, chef's kiss all around. Breathtaking. Um, like, I'm going to put 10 minutes on the timer. My breath yeah, has been yeah, taken yeah, go away. Ahead and do that I'm definitely going to coherent thoughts about this. <laughs> so, yes, uh, private school, private Catholic school uh, confessions. This is what I have. I mean, so the thing that presents itself is like it's like a Netflix teen movie where, mm -hmm. you know, a 16 year old girl. I don't think that you can get ordained to like do a wedding or something as a minor. But let's say that they do that, uh, you know, like some their older sister or whatever wants to get married and decide that they're like sh our protagonist should be the one to ordain her. Right. So sure. she, you know, goes to get ordained dot com dot net or whatever <laughs> the you know, places where you get one of those certificates that yeah. says that you're an ordained priest are does it. And does it just to get just to get them married, but then discovers that there is someone at her school that is this is the problem that like I, I, I'm not sure in what setting this could be happening. But just to finish the thought, someone at their school is really racked with guilt over some terrible sin, but they don't want to go to the town priest for uh, TBD reasons. TBD reasons doesn't and have to be any kind of reasons. You can you can imagine what reasons there might be. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you can. Yes. Um, and so then much in the style of, say, like a sex education mm -hmm. or a the kissing booth, um, one of which is far better than the others. I want to clarify I'm not meant to imply that those are uh, products of equal quality. Um, <laughs> you know, she kind of starts a side hustle as the school's sin absolver, the sab solver, if you will. Yeah. Um, Given out indulgences on the back of hall passes. Love that. Sure. 
But again, the sort of problem that I have with that is that traditionally the kind of people that would really care about the state of their mortal soul in a I need to go to confession sort of a way are traditionally not the people that are you know, unwilling to go talk to a priest. Now, maybe what happens, this is in a very remote community and the priest has recently passed away unexpectedly right, and, and they don't for another know one. when they're going to get another priest. And so suddenly, okay, this I like, suddenly she's the only she's ordained priest on the island. Yeah. That's I, better. I kind of, I, I would even be down to build on that um, and have there be like an element of, of, magical realism or, you know, sort of like a Joan of Arcadia or or Wonderfalls kind of a thing where she's thinks that she is seeing signs of the divine, that this is something she needs to do. And they start <laughs> after she's ordained in this very fake way. And like, she's probably a pretty cynical person, but there's right. a lot of forces in the universe forcing her to try and take care of other people in this way. I really like this. Get a time traveling young Kristen Bell in that main role. And I think oh, we've got a series. Man. Yeah. Whoever is the Kristen Bell of today. Absolutely. Probably Sidney um, Sweeney. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, there you go. Boom. Um, so, yeah, so she's not just and like, I think that for this to work, she needs to have had to like go to the mainland to get mm -hmm. ordained or something like, you know, it can't be something that is accessible to other people because then right. it would just be, well, you know, Mr. McPherson also got ordained. Like there needs to be kind of a reason why they're a little bit stuck with her. Um, or like she's newly moved to this island. This happened like in the six months prior. Boom. There you are. And I like, really, I, I like that. Now in a new town. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So then, yeah. So then she's not just, so she's not just in charge of confessions. Like she is in charge of all the priestly duties. Like she needs to handle mass and provide spiritual guidance to Gotta like feed the, the people, people the in crackers. town. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the crackers are important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a question of like, is she like handling sort of the formal duties of a Catholic priest or is this kind of happening on the down low while the church is empty? I think it's a uh, uh, starts on the down low, escalates to the full deal. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, like just in the you know this sort of dark of night and the the like signal thread or whatever mm -hmm. totally yeah, yeah, whatever that like private like text thread thing is she's just sort of doing house calls but then you know she gets so booked up and busy like ah oh, let's like use that office that's closed down and you know and then just slowly but surely sort of rebuilds a church around yep. her I quite I really, really like that. I think that's awesome. And yeah, that's like season one, season uh -huh. two, a couple of the adults are seeing her end of season three is when like the news breaks and that there's like this town and this like really remote place in Canada or wherever yeah. where, you know, a 16 year old kid has been acting as like the sole priest for the entire town for a year and a half or whatever. Yeah. And there's tension in it, too, because like. Uh, you know, if, if this was Anglican service, it'd be one thing. But like a a sixteen year old girl yeah. acting as a Catholic right. priest. Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Dare I ask, how's her love life? Oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> I think um, uh, we can safely use the word chaste in the sense of <laughs> people running after her. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Right. I have to assume, because this is now a CW show in my mind. Oh, for sure. That temptation abounds. There is a lot of forbidden fruit, as they say. Yeah. I mean, the guys on this island. Tight. Fit. Yeah. When you're out in the woods, like, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think we can maybe build like a conflict, like not just, you know, sort of a too hot to handle style conflict, but just like. Her feelings about love and romance into this. And and I imagine that whatever visions of God she is getting are going to have strong feelings about this one way or another. And maybe it's more interesting if God is being like, what are you doing? You are one of my priests. Like, you know, stop kissing the boy and let him put his shirt back on. Or if it would be more interesting to have God kind of be like, what the fuck are you doing? That boy is there without his shirt on. Go get some. And she's like, ah. That is not what the book says. And he's like, fuck the book. Look at that guy. Jesus Christ. Jesus wasn't this ripped. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that a lot. And and then in that sort of sex education way, it can, uh, you know, be be a little bit more like teenagers going to teenager. Yeah, right. And there can be sort of a lot of interesting conversations about, you know, the shortcomings of that book that was written thousands of years ago for people in the desert Um, and how perhaps there are more interesting, insightful and appropriate ways to be Catholic nowadays than by following that book 100 percent as written. As written in a language that uh, is very different from the one that we speak. And there's all sorts of translation anyway. We don't need to make this a religion class. You have two minutes. Um, (laughs) What is this called? And kind of what is what is the uh, five season arc of this? It's called she's called like Emmeline or something and goes by Emmy for sure for short so that it can be called blasphemy. Yes, (laughs) that's that's very good. Call the CW now. (laughs) That's very good. Uh, now, and now that I, I've been like cooking up that one for the past like two minutes, I didn't even listen to the other questions that you had, Sarah. What was the rest of it? Sort of like if this goes for if it's a CW's show, it might go for more than five seasons. But if this, yep. if this if this went for five seasons, what would the plan be? Where would where would we end up? So season one is fish out of water. She's like mm-hmm. filling the shoes. She's doing the thing. It's mostly in the down low. And towards the end of the season, she kind of like gets like accepted by the community at some level. Yeah. Even if there are some people who, you know, uh, view her as a devil force. Maybe at that point, mostly only the kids are paying attention to her. Right, but sure. like one of the kids' parents who are like dealing with divorce, like have, you know, leaned on her for counsel. And like maybe the like the wife was sort of like talking to her and the husband was like kind of being a dick about it. And then like he comes around because the the, the work speaks for itself. It's good work. Yep, 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 yep. And, uh, and then yeah, and like two, maybe she's yeah. really scared because Mr. Hendrickson wants to talk and she thinks that he's going to bust her. And instead he's just like, hey, I could really use a perspective from a higher point on like everything that's going on. I'm trying to be a good man, but it's really hard. Can I sit down? And yeah. It's like, oh boy, I was not ready for this. Yeah, but not after hemming and hawing and being a jerk. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. get a, a whole bunch of season one being get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> and then uh, season two would be the like the fire spreads into the adults, yeah. um, where you know just like the lack of a man of God um, around has made the presence of a young girl of God uh, a godsend in the literal sense. As uh, as word gets out that like the curmudgeonly husband like 
has like transformed and like, you know, you can't hide uh, a light under a bushel, whatever. Um, And so, yeah. Probably at some point in that second season, it's dramatically revealed that she's not just ordained, but that she's having visions of something. And some people feel strongly about about that that. in all kinds of directions. Yeah. 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 Season three, I think, is going to be the like the conflict season in the great like the greater Catholic world. Like, as you were saying, Gabrielle, like that's where like the news breaks worldwide. You have the like in one small town, a girl Mm -hmm. took the DIY attitude to her faith. That's right. Let's go to Jim with the story There's now. Buzzfeed articles. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, and, yeah, and the Monsignor and, gets involved. Exactly. Like the, the Catholic Church's agents. Yeah. The Pope helicopters in. <laughs> um, and uh, and maybe there's some falling out. And we now have like, you know, the new the new Pope uh, versus the old Pope. Um, and season four would be where they all get superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in there, there's an arc where she starts to seriously get worried that the things, the visions that she's getting are not maybe God, but yeah. uh, perhaps a, um, a, a being power. from a more ventral direction, if you yes, catch my yes. drift, mm-hmm. especially because this is a part when God is really kind of pushing for like, go kiss that boy, Jesus Christ, or that girl. I don't care. And if I don't care, nobody should care. But yeah. Well, we blew past time a little while ago, but I wanted to see this play out. So thank you both. I'm very I mean, I excited for this I think this may be series. the most complete proposal that we have ever put together for a series. Because when we have that meeting at the CW to pitch Blasphemy, and they go, where do you see this show going? We can now we really tell them where we think the show is going. Amazing. Thank you both so much i i love i already love this small alaskan town uh <laughs> and it's in need of, of priestly guidance <laughs> amen this has been no bad ideas produced by gabrielle urbina sarah shackett and zach valenti Many thanks to our patrons for their partnership in making this show happen. And a special shout out to our idealist members, Jennifer Schneider, Rena Sarame, Jeffrey Felsher, and Dia. Today's episode features music by Statesher and Jazar from freemusicarchive.org. You can support the show at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. And if you love this show, please leave a rating or review wherever you listen and share it with someone you love. 